Hello, film world. This is Film Cell Weekly, and I'm your host, Cell, back for another week of movie releases. That first episode last week was a lot of fun to put together, and I am excited to do more of these. I hope you enjoy it, too. The show should be listed on a variety of podcast hosts now, including the big ones like Apple, Google, and Spotify. If it's missing from your platform of choice, please let me know and I'll try to get it listed there. You can reach me via email at the moment with the address filmcellweekly at gmail.com. The box office remains firmly planted in the Mushroom Kingdom, with the Super Mario Brothers movie continuing to stomp on the competition with $87 million. In terms of new releases, The Pope's Exorcist debuted with $9.15 million, and Renfield further below in fourth place with $7.7 million. Mafia Mama hits $2.04 million, and Sweetwater came in at $350,000. I didn't mention it last week, but Ari Aster's Beau is Afraid debuted in four screens and brought in $320,000 for an impressive $80,000 per screen average. It has a wide release scheduled for April 21st. Let's head into Letterboxd and Rotten Tomatoes and pull some quotes and averages for those new releases. Renfield currently sits at a 3.2, which lines up with Rotten Tomatoes' critic rating of 59%. Audiences enjoyed it more. Perhaps it was that Nick Cage factor, as Tomatoes has an audience score of 81%. Although The Pope's Exorcist did better at the box office, it's not doing as well in reviews, currently sitting at a 2.7 average on the film enthusiast site. Critics liked it less as well, with 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, however, the audience score is a bit higher with 83%. Rounding out last week's new releases is Mafia Mama, with a critic rating of 20%, an audience score of 64%, and a letterboxed average of 2.8. Okay, well, we do seem to have quite a few movies hitting the digital airwaves, so to speak. Let's dig in. First up are two movies, The Reaper Man and Andy Somebody a horror and a comedy, respectively. Reaperman is pretty scant on details, although my contact at IMDb Trivia tells me that the writer, Jaron Lockridge, also serves as the director, cinematographer, grip editor, and executive producer of the film. That's a lot of roles to tackle. Be sure to check out the trailer on that to see if it tickles your fancy. As for Andy Somebody, huh? the plot outline specifies, Andy Fielder, a depressed Chicago accountant, steals $3 million from his boss, a corrupt plastic surgeon, and runs off to Los Angeles to start a new life. Well, that sounds, um, like a movie full of hijinks. Netflix is absolutely smothering us with content this week. Up first is a documentary called Longest Third Date, which has a pretty decent-sounding premise, as it follows a newly matched couple who end up getting stuck in Costa Rica when the world shut down at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. After tragedy strikes, an unlikely hero takes her rightful place among the Power Rangers to face off against the team's oldest arch-nemesis. That's right, it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always hitting Netflix. At first I thought this was a documentary of sorts as the cast reunites, but this is a narrative feature that does feature much of the original cast from the 90s television series. If you were a fan back then, you probably owe it to yourself to check this one out. Then Netflix is bringing us One More Time, which again, maybe I'm easily intrigued, I don't know, but has an interesting premise. On her 40th birthday, Amelia makes a fateful wish to be 18 again back in 2002, 
but soon regrets it when she's stuck reliving the day over and over again. Another Groundhog Day mechanic mixed in with a reverse big magic trick. This is Jonathan Etzler's directorial debut. The last Netflix film for the week is A Tourist's Guide to Love, starring Rachel Lee Cook. After an unexpected breakup, a travel executive accepts an assignment to go undercover and learn about the tourist industry in Vietnam. Along the way, she finds adventure and romance with her Vietnamese expat tour guide, and they decide to hijack the tour bus in order to explore life and love off the beaten path. Ah, yes. What's a better foundation to a loving relationship than crime in a foreign country? Sounds fun. Hulu has one film hitting their service this week called Quasi from director Kevin Heffernan. If that name sounds familiar, it's because he is a member of Broken Lizard Comedy Group, who made such movies as Super Troopers, Beer Fest, and Club Dread. I think they had some success in crowdfunding a sequel to Super Troopers, and it looks like much of the gang is back for Quasi, which is described as a hapless hunchback who only yearns for love, finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France when each orders the hunchback to kill the other. Finally, we have the movie Ghosted, premiering on Apple TV+, starring Ana de Armas and Chris Evans. Salt of the Earth Coal falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on a second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. I recall the trailer for this catching a bit of flack a couple of months ago, but this could be a fun romance adventure action film. Chris Evans doesn't typically disappoint either. All you can do is run. Getting this out of here. If you could mob someday, honey bath. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know how to lie to kids. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise is a highly anticipated horror movie directed by Lee Cronin, who's best known for his work on the acclaimed horror film The Hole in the Ground. This new movie is the fourth installment in the Evil Dead franchise and promises to be just as terrifying as its predecessors. The movie follows the story of two sisters, Beth and Ellie, played by the talented Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan, who find themselves in the middle of a demonic invasion in the city. With the help of a third character, they must fight for their survival and find a way to defeat the evil forces that have taken over. This movie promises to be a nail-biting and spine-tingling horror experience that fans of the Evil Dead franchise won't want to miss, so mark your calendars for the release date and get ready to be scared out of your wits. Everything all right, John? No, everything's not all right. There is a hook in me. Ahmed and his family are in trouble. We can't intervene. I am gonna have to get him out myself. Hot off the heels of Guy Ritchie's Operation Fortune comes his next film, The Covenant. This war movie stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Dar Salim and is described as follows. After an ambush, Afghan interpreter Ahmed goes to Herculean lengths to save U.S. Army Sergeant John Kinley's life. When Kinley learns that Ahmed and his family were not given safe passage to America as promised, he must repay his debt by returning to the war zone to retrieve them before the Taliban hunts them down. 
I was asking my pal ChatGPT to hype me up about this film, but it didn't seem to know of the movie's existence. A few months back, Ritchie changed the title from The Interpreter, and you may see it referred to as Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which is a practice that I can, um, really get behind. Just like John Carpenter throwing his name in front of his movies, Ritchie's name would be at home on most of his filmography, considering his unique directorial voice. Who the hell is that? You are quite a remarkable man, Joseph. I, Marie Antoinette, Queen of France, hereby anoint you Chevalier. Any other country, a man of your color would not be wearing such fine clothes. One day, the whole world will know me. And of course, the music will be spectacular. Bold. Finally, in theaters, we get Chevalier, directed by Stephen Williams, who is most notably known for his television work, including being one of the directors involved in the Watchmen television series. The illegitimate son of an African slave and a French plantation owner, Boulogne rises to improbable heights in French society as a celebrated violinist, composer, and fencer, complete with an ill-fated love affair and a falling out with Marie Antoinette and her court. Inspired by the incredible true story of composer Joseph Boulogne, Chevalier de Saint-Georges, Calvin Harrison Jr. stars as the titular character, and the film also stars Samara Weaving, Lucy Boynton, and Alex Fitzellan. This movie is tracking well, with a 3.3 average rating on Letterboxd at the time of me having a peek. That's all I have for now. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you being here for this new adventure. Links to all the movies mentioned should be in the show notes, and you can find transcripts on our new webpage, filmcellweekly.blogspot.com You can leave comments there as well as any constructive criticism as we refine the show's format. Be sure to support your local theaters and don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone when deciding which movie to watch next. Enjoy your film journey. Enjoy your film journey.